to uh i was trying to finish up a meeting here and uh running so if i'm breathing heavy it's not because uh, i'm excited to see you chris it's because i am uh, just running out to my car and getting my microphone so um mm-hmm. what's up doggy how's it going man it's fine are we are we on right now like are we live right now yeah, I think I accidentally yeah. hit the live stream, so we're on, buddy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Smalley Talk Podcast. This is your host, Josh Rinko. What's a going typic- on, Christian? Typically, uh, a superbly planned and executed episode, <laughs> <laughs> as per yeah, usual. So professional. Um, Absolutely. But yeah, dude. So, uh, what you been up to, man? When's, when's the last time you've caught a smallmouth? too long yeah it's too long i don't even deserve to be a host of a podcast dedicated to smallmouth bass i don't even remember the last time (laughs) i feel like i think it's been a month it's been a month at least i haven't caught one in december i can tell you that right now i feel like um to be like feel legitimate like i gotta i gotta be out fishing and you feel the same way you gotta be out fishing before you do this uh yeah, it's a, stupid. a pod episode. Yeah, you feel it's like a loser, you know, because all these other there's um, let's be let's be honest. There's a lot of poser fishing podcasts out there that the guys actually don't actually fish or they don't know how to fish. And you know what's that? Is that Winston Churchill, dude? He's looking over <laughs> he's the angel on my shoulder, dude. <laughs> I like that. I like he's that. A little, he's a little off brand, but check that out. My brother got me that. Hey, hang on. We got a we got another guest. Hey, Dusty, get in here. We just got yeah. random people. I'm at I'm at a Cheegan that's HQ, a, bud. That's we're, a pencil pencil uh, sketch. Is it really? Did you do pencil. that? Did you do yeah. that? <laughs> yeah, I did that. <laughs> uh, the the, the uh, legend. Mexican MacGyver makes an appearance on the pod, dude. That's right. Mexican um, MacGyver. I feel like our guest tonight, though, like, um, I feel like, you know, we were talking and we were, we were both kind of like doing this whole, doing this whole thing. We we're like, I don't know. We Chris is like, anytime I ask to do a podcast, I'm like, hey, man, let's go do a podcast. Like, ah, I haven't, I haven't been fishing. I, I don't have anything to talk about. And I was like, well, like, let's. Let's invite somebody who actually fishes and knows how to catch fish. Right. And uh, we were kind of going through a list. And I was like, you know, I was like, uh, Joey Walton has been freaking crushing it lately. And I was like, let's mm. let's see if he wants to come on. And then, like, it was this uh, – it, it must have been – You blessed him, dude. Divine intervention – Dude, you, it was, you blessed him with a with a new personal best smallmouth. I'm pretty sure it, 
It was Wet Boy Nation. It's the Wet Boy Touch, dude. That's what we're going to call it. The, <laughs> the Wet Boy Touch. Oh uh, he we're agreed to come on a list. <laughs> <laughs> he, he agreed to come on the podcast. I'm pretty sure and... we should not utter Wet Boy and Touch. <laughs> the, very ne- the very next day, he smokes a nine pound smallmouth. I can't even like. Let's bring that's, him on. That's like, double the size of, I think, my... Let's bring him on. What, what's up, Joey? How's it going, brother? What's going on? Can you guys hear me all right? Oh, yeah. All right. Yeah, awesome. Somebody stole your computer charger, dude? Is that what happened? You no, know, it broke. Somebody broke it. So, oh, man. That'd be, a, that'd be a ridiculous theft. Just like, oh, look at, I'm just going to terrorize this guy. I'm not going to steal his laptop, just the power cord. I'm not going to blame it. I'm not going to blame it on my four-year-old daughter or anything, but. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, I was like, I was like, and when you said that, I was like, damn kids, dude. (laughs) Freaking breaking everything, Always the kids, man. I know. Yeah, we both have them, dude. They 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 ravage our our personal assets. I Mm -hmm. had that many times, so. So do you like, so one, welcome to the show. Uh, Thanks is, for having me again. Yeah, man. Second time on Smalley Talk. So um, the what first are the time, ch- the first time might have been painful, but every time after that, it just will be a little bit less painful and more enjoyable. <laughs> a little, little better. <laughs> so I don't think we should really like juice this one up at all. We don't need to fluff it up like. Just tell us about this fish, dude. What what the hell, man? You caught it. Is this your second nine pounder? Yeah, like this is more like I would say like more my more legit nine pounder, you know, because last year when I when I waited, I was on the boat and people controversy about this and I might have not zeroed the clip out, you know. So there was a bunch of stuff that was going on with it. I mean, you could say nine, it was it was bouncing eight eighty eight, like eight ninety eight, nine oh one, you know. But this is a legit nine-pound smallmouth. I took the extra measures to go on the ground, to weigh it on land, and just do everything right. So See, that's interesting because we were like, you know, we were you were on a podcast. Or I, that's how I really uh, – that's not how I found out about you, but that was one of the things that – reason why we had you on the show. But I didn't realize there was controversy around it. I feel like – I feel like anytime you do something cool in the fishing industry, people just shit on you, dude. Is, yeah, is and that's that, how is it that is, fair man. assessment? I think I think it is a fair, uh, well, very fair assessment. You know, it doesn't matter what you do; you can try to take the measures as far as you want. There's always going to be somebody trying to shit your Cheerios, man. That's just how yeah. it works. So yeah, but I don't let yeah. too many anymore. So yeah, I was gonna say. I mean, who gives a shit? <laughs> Honestly, it's, it's, it's so crazy. I mean, people are so just so incredibly gay. I mean, just shit on someone, for, dude. It's it, wild. Like, I, it is. It's the crazy. I mean, but you know, honestly, like, it does. It's not just fishing. It's it's society in general. I was, I don't know, dude. You you like every once in a while, like Ashley and my wife and I'll be sitting there watching TV and I'll like be scrolling through social media and I'll just end up like in a, a random page. Like I, I ended up on the page. It's this, it's this young lady whose husband like got diagnosed with MS. Okay. And he's like going through some like really dark stuff. I mean, he's like a young guy in a nursing home and this wife 
is like taking videos and I, I don't really know her motivation for taking them, but I mean, she's like helping her husband like out of his hospital room, like into the vehicle so she can go home to see their kid for like a few hours, you know? And I like, I'm like, Oh, I don't know why, but I just opened the comments. It's wild. The, oh, the yeah. shit people say like, this lady isn't even a real wife. Why isn't he at home? You know, like all this stuff. It's just, that's just human nature, man. I, I don't, I don't, um, you know, I think a lot of it is the anonymity that comes with just being able to post without really having to face the consequences, face consequences because exactly. Yeah. I mean, most of the people that are commenting and, and sounding off are the biggest pussies on earth. They suck at everything. They're losers. They're pathetic suckers. They just absolutely suck at everything. They have nothing. They have no friends. They're complete losers. You're really describing me, Chris. Ease up, (laughs) dude. I mean, for real. Like, if you're popping off on people online about stuff, I just feel like, yeah, you're the biggest loser on earth. Like, I, I just don't. I don't really get it. So, but anyways, dude. I mean, fantastic fish. I mean, especially. Like you guys are probably what? What's your water temps up there now? Like low forties, high thirties? I don't know. Maybe I should keep that on the down low. Okay. <laughs> All right, uh-huh. keeps All right. people away for a little bit longer. <laughs> okay. Oh, you got like a okay. I, I got what you're saying, but I mean, it's it's the time of the year when they're starting to like put it's tack on some mass. Oh yeah, they're tacking on the pounds right now. I mean, I. Our weather up here hasn't been like super bad. Like we've have yeah. had a very very mild winter, so the water isn't cooling down as fast as it should. Um, mm-hmm. And to be honest, like at this point in time, last year we were low forties in the water temp, and I will say it's nowhere clear, like nowhere close to that yet. So wow. we're looking for like possibly a full season of fishing, hundred um, percent year round grow rate right now. So hey, I, Chris and I have been on record. We are pro global warming, and this is a prime example of why we're pro global warming, dude. Hey, man! I mean, I mean, if it creates bigger fish, I'm all right with it. Yeah. I mean, I keep saying like, I keep saying if Ohio becomes oceanfront, like, what's the big deal? What's the big deal, I mean, dude? All I don't I'm live on the coast. Is, I was gonna say if I if I could drive two hours to tarpon fish, I'd be thrilled so so you've been like you know i follow you on instagram and all that so i've kind of seen uh i mean you've been on fish all year really like i don't know that i've seen like a stretch where you like weren't catching them um is that true yeah there was uh there's a few times in the summer you know when we got super hot weather that it kind of just shut them down it didn't matter what you threw at them they weren't gonna bite i mean but that didn't last very long i mean maybe like a two-week stretch there in the summer i me and my buddy picked up with sturgeon fishing you know i was just oh wow you know they ain't biting let's wait till us i mean it's still fun i was gonna say you're also in like the capital of the world for like it's weird everything yeah i mean idaho is I mean, if you would have talked about Idaho five years ago, there would have been like four old dudes with like fly fishing vests that have been like, you got to see the cutties up in Idaho. And it's now, still like that. Yeah, but you it's, got like, it's the capital of the world for sturgeon. It's sturgeon, it's, steelhead, salmon. It don't matter. Like we got everything up here of world. I think class, smallmouth, so. smallmouth has to be, you know, I think smallmouth too. 
I think it's starting to more and more come into the conversation, I think. But yeah. Yeah. Um, that's what that's, do you do? I would I honestly five years ago I couldn't have told you they're smallmouth in Idaho. I, I don't even know if I would have like if somebody asked me, I would be like, Yeah, they probably are, but like yeah. not in any significant, you know, significant amount, but that's obviously right. not true. So Yeah, there's uh, there's some big ones around. Have you have yeah. you felt like Chris and I? So when when we started Somali Talk, I feel like there's been times where we've we felt like our podcast has like drawn more crowds into some of our spots that we fish. Um, not in like a terrible way. It's just like you see people with like your stickers on the back of their truck and you know stuff, and you're like, yeah, maybe I kind of cause that. Do you feel like that's is that like a an internal conflict with you on some of that it, stuff? Yeah, it, it it always will be. I know, you know, like deep down, I know what I'm doing isn't right. Like, but <clears throat> there's a there's a sense, and if you want to do this for a living, I mean, there really is no other way to get your name out there unless you got a lot of money. I mean, and the way I put it is, it's a big lake. It's out in the middle of nowhere. Um, you know, and like right now, I'm the only boat on the on the lake. So, I, well, I still you get went my... from uh, two thousand followers last time you were on the show to fourteen thousand <laughs> in a, in a <laughs> yeah. short period of time. So you're doing yeah. something. Uh, like I said, it, it's just hard. It is a hard notion. Like I said, I yeah, I do kind of feel that pressure on me a little bit, um, and it did get beat up in October. Don't get me wrong. There was quite a bit of people here in October. Um, but like I said, it's a big lake, man. It's huge. I mean, people don't understand until you really get here, like how big it is, like how deep it is, how hard it really is to target these fish. I mean, there's millions of fish on this lake. I mean, and giants everywhere. So it's not really the fact of like finding them. I mean, they're everywhere. You just have to know how to catch them. And they're pretty pesky when they get that big. So we may have tried over this last time you're on the show, but do, have you, uh, have you guys ever aged any of those bigger fish? Yeah. So actually I just talked to fishing game last night, um, about the one I just caught and we were throwing some numbers out there talking about how there's, I told him, I said, dude, there's a 10 pounder in there. I was like, there's a 10 pounder in there. I know there is. And he, he, he says it's far fetched. Um, I'm going to kind of keep it low, but I think she's in there. Um, most of the eight pounders I have gave, um, a couple fish to him, you know, like one that died in our tournament. I gave him that one that was a big seven. And then I did have a big eight die last year. Just, she just went belly up. You know, there's some things you right. just can't control. Oh, for sure. Um, and that eight pounder that I gave her or gave him was 14 years old. Oh, wow. So Jeez. what he's seeing and that, and then that big seven pounder I gave him was only 11. So the thing that I'm seeing is he, and he thinks is what's going on is like, they, they kind of tap out at that 14, 15 pound or 14, 15 year old range. He says it'd really take a special, special fish to live past 15, 16 years old, just because they kind of see where they tap out at. Um, yeah, that's pretty just, cool. That's yeah, interesting. Kind of the biological side of things. Um, but who's to say, like, a, like I told him, I said, dude, that place is massive. It's deep. You know, there could just there, be monsters. There, there could be monsters living deep there, that dude. never, yeah, that never come yeah. up, you know. There's like, and weight's such, such a, 
Because here's the way I look at it, too. Like, that fish you caught was, what, 24 and something? 24 and a quarter. God damn. Yeah, I mean, That's a giant. I, 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 like, and, and I know that fish was stacked, but. Like, it wasn't. It wasn't as stacked as some of the other fish that I was that's catching. What, that's what I'm saying. Like weight yeah. is such a fluid thing. So you can have a fish that, if if you have a 24 and a quarter inch smallmouth, dude, you that fish could absolutely weigh 10 pounds in the right circumstances. Yep. Yeah. So it, maybe I think, maybe in two months. You, know, you, you never know. I mean, end of you January. Know, she was still yeah. a little flat. I was just like, dang, did I catch her too early? Like, <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, but if you fish it enough, dude, I I, I, te- I sent you a message the other day about, you know, how long it's going to be before you catch a world record. But, I mean, world records, what? that's a whole other ball game. It's 11-15. That's like I – don't, I, don't, I still don't buy it. But I was going to say, I don't uh, even know. We were talking about that. It's like – Talking about shitting know. on people. This guy, this poor old man, dude, that caught a, <laughs> a giant fish at Dale Hollow, and everybody's like, nah, I don't buy it. <laughs> Well, you know, it's, well, it's, it's the pro- the problem with that is time, dude. It's yeah. like how long ago did that fish get caught? And like all the pictures you see of it, dude, that thing's been dead for you know quite a while. And I'm not; they didn't have digital scales back then. Nothing. Like I, I don't wait it on a like beat. who. Yeah, it's like who knows like what that fish actually weighed. Um, if you had a an actual like legit, you know, modern scale right now. But I mean, and then yeah. another question there, is: Was it even a true smallmouth? You know what I mean? Was yeah, that I know. Yeah, I, I guess mean, I you don't know. Of that. Yeah, yeah. Could be, could have been a mean mouth, you know. And everybody just at that time thought it was a smallmouth. So yeah. you don't know. I mean, I think it would have been pretty cool to catch. I would have absolutely. It, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm but like, like he was trolling, right? Yeah. Have you, ever thought, of, have you ever thought of trolling? Bait. I've tried. Have it. you? Ever, <laughs> uh yeah that's you know the world record smallmouth would be crazy i don't you know that would be hard to beat that but there was what there was a 10 caught on erie was was gonna say yeah there was a 10 caught this year i'm pretty sure yeah yeah but there are i mean there haven't been many 10s that no i mean really the only that have have actually been weighed right like put out there i don't california you know california's got a couple of them i think but yeah Mm. What's what is the state record in Idaho? Nine seven two. Holy God, that's a that's a giant man. Nine seven two. Is that out of the one, same? Out yeah, of the same I was I was one kokanee away. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> <laughs> she just needed to eat one more kokanee. <laughs> yeah, but when I saw that fish, people were saying how big that fish was, and I was kind of the first thing that came to my mind is like that thing has room to grow, like. Wow! Had room to what go. a critic! I mean, uh, a guy catches well, a nine. Got... Guy catches a nine-pound smallmouth, and Josh's first thought is, "It's got some room to grow." No, but I know that's what Joe. I know that's what Joey's thinking because you're out there every day. So it's like, I mean, man. it was it was a cool feat. I'm not gonna lie. When I hooked her and I lift her and I pulled her out of the boat, we'll get to the story. But when I pulled her out of the boat, I was just like, "Oh my god!" I just like. I, at first, I thought it was I thought it was her, you know, because when you get fish that big, like people don't understand when you get past that eight and a half threshold, like when you start talking about eight eights, eight nines, nine pounders, like they all blend together, they all blend, they all they all just look enormous, 
you know, you don't. I know exactly what you mean, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so when you're catching big eights like that, you're like, oh, that's nine. That's got to be nine. And it's not. And then you catch another one. That's got to be nine. It's not because they're all built different. Some of them are longer. Some of them are just absolute bowling balls and short. So, you, but you kind of get to the the gist. But that fish, just what struck me was the length. You know, when I pulled her out of the water and she just kept coming and coming and coming. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, this is the one. Like, this is her. And I put her on the scale, and I was like, I was kind of upset a little bit. Upset and mm. happy at the same side because I I really am trying to chase and get that record. And when you miss it by that much and put that much time in it, kind of, it's well, like, man, is this really You're at the like, beginning of your season right now. I mean, I you, got two, you got two more months of how, – how often are you fishing? Because you're not – you quit your day job, right? Oh, like, yeah. Yeah. So how how did that go? Like the tournament thing and guiding and all that stuff. Did you feel like it was, it was pretty? Did you meet your kind of preseason projections and all that? Uh oh. I don't think he likes. I think he just he hated that. It's <laughs> <He did laughs> like if I it's like if I hold still enough, he'll just stop asking me. <laughs> he so, probably thinks he's still talking to us. I know. While he's on pause, I'll just tell you a quick a quick story. So I went to my kid's school program tonight, Christmas thing, and I give my two year old my cell phone to like occupy him, you know. And uh, he's looking through all my old photos, and my neighbor is actually um, sitting next to like sitting next to us. She's like a younger. She's probably our age or whatever, and. And he's like, we're not young, dude. I don't know what, what scale <laughs> yeah. you're going off of. Fair enough. Well, like he's like scrolling back through my old photos and uh, he got back to like, and most of my photos are just like, you know, me, the kids, Ashley, you know, just like random and then a ton of fishing photos. Right. So he gets back. Like, I don't know how he landed on this photo. It's like one of the la- oldest Sorry, photos. Guys. in my- what happened. Oh, you're good. It's like one of the oldest photos in my like phone is that that picture of that like veiny like pink dildo that is like <laughs> that I found in the river. What did I come into? Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I'm talking. I gave my two year old my phone to like occupy him tonight, like at the my kids program, and he like must have scrolled like like through like a thousand photos to get back to 2015 and there's like a photo of like this veiny pink dildo that I just found in a river just like randomly did you and grab he's it like, no. allegedly allegedly yeah it's like got my name on a receipt um but anyways he like he had the photo and he's like he's like showing my neighbor my phone and he like holds the phone up to my neighbor and it's that picture. And I'm like, oh my God. I, I grabbed the phone out of his hand, like, oh my God. I like didn't realize it. And I had to like Oh my. I had two options at that point. Either I like explain to this lady like what this is, or I just let it ride and then whatever. Did you let it ride? I just let it ride. I'm like <laughs> 
going through and like you probably went home was like oh my god you'll never believe what the vault yeah. kid showed me today i don't know if, look i don't know if she saw it or not i could tell you that she like kind of glanced because you know it's a two-year-old like showing you something and her kids like on the stage so i don't know how like you know if she actually looked she definitely didn't like she indicate go, that she saw it but she was like you know looking at like yeah like look, looking at the phone i was like oh my gosh like i grabbed it so i don't know dude i might be on a list somewhere it, i might cps might be on their way to my house right now just tell my story so but well, anyway that's so, a great that's a great filler so yeah, like that. that's what she said that's what is the guy <laughs> So, uh, Joey, anyways, back to, uh, before you got booted off, what was your, uh, how did you end up on the year? Do you feel like, uh, looking at it in retrospect, like retrospectively, do you feel like you're happy with how the year went? You going to, uh, keep on the same routine for next year? Like, what are you, what are you thinking? Yeah. Obviously I'm going to still be chasing this year as long as I can until, you know, hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it falls this year. I don't know if it will or not. I know where some big fish are living. So yeah, I'm just kind of picking them off one by one, you know, every day I'm fishing. But um, I think the last question says, how many days am I fishing a week? Oh, no. the My last question to you was, uh, like you said at the last time you're on the pod, you said, quit my day job. I'm going to try and guide, fish the tournament trail. Like, how did that go? Um, Is that going to be kind of the thing for next year? Are you looking at – you know, kind of changing yeah, things yeah. up or what? No, I'm going to do the same thing next year. I'll probably oh, good. Uh, pick back up on guiding in the, in the spring. Um, nice. And then do some tournaments. First tournaments in Shasta again on the 20, the end of February. So I'll be fishing the BAM Pro Tour on the West Coast over here. And then if everything goes right, I don't know how the opens work or anything like that. I'm going to try to swing the St. Clair Open. Just oh, one. Nice. I just I just want to go up and fish for some smallmouth against some of the best hammers in the country and see where my smallie skills stack up against other people. So yeah, nice man. That's uh that's huge. I mean, I saw that you won. How many wins did you have this season? Uh, it's six. Six wins. So, <laughs> yeah. Good. yeah. Six wins good. and uh, let's see the last last two tournaments of the year we weighed over 30 so yeah that's what i saw which was was that on your home water or where was that yeah that was the home water one was the club championship uh my partner couldn't fish with me because he was guiding on the river so i went out solo and went out and cracked him 33 38 i think two eight pounders and then a few weeks later we had our open together and we went out and cracked two more eight pounders and 33 pounds again so and no, I, I think mean, about how, that. When how close was second at the 30 when you guys weighed 38 pounds or 30, 30 th- which one? Oh, you said you weighed 38 pounds in one of your tournaments, oh, right? 33, 38. Oh, 33, that 38. Was, mine was 33, 38 by myself. And I think second place was 14 pounds. <laughs> and then the last one we weighed 33 again, 33, like 20 and second place was like 15. So well, that kind of makes that kind of tells you why you're not super worried about your spot, right? Because it's not just as easy as it's not just as easy as everybody being on your lake. It's I'll just a say a lot. Work. I'll just say a lot of people came up here 
this fall and failed. So I'll, uh, that's all I got to say. You know, I'm not going to throw shade at anybody or anything for trying to come fish it. It's a public place, but all good luck. <laughs> but it's three, but it's three to four hours at least from like the nearest, like, you know, from the nearest population centers. Right. So yeah, it's four hours away. Yeah. So like, how often can you really make that drive? You know, once it's, a year, once a year, if that, like, yeah, you know, if you got the money, yeah, you can come up once a year, you know, for a week and play around. But other than that, I mean, guys are only coming in for a few days, trying their trying, you know, their best to get an eight pounder. And, you know, they're, they're hard to catch, man. It's taken me a lot of time to break this water down to really find these fish and figure out what they want. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, I've seen, seen you, uh, I've seen, no, that's all right. I've seen you. Uh, well, I guess one of the things I was going to ask about when, when are you guiding and are you still open for trips right now? Yeah, I'll probably be starting back in uh, probably April ish, mid April. Um, not taking anything right now. I will be once we get closer, I'll shoot a post out and get my books going. So. Okay. Um, I seen you, you fish up a, a lot with swim baits and this is kind of lead us into, the story of this fish because i saw that you caught it on a specific swim bait that um is that a new one that they have that's their yeah that's their new six inch and to be honest i'm like the only one throwing it up here right now so you know is that that bait it's it's the whale from six cents right that's the whale six go ahead it, it no it's all right i so that's a soft swim bait and it's, um, is it like a, is it similar to a mag draft? Does it have that kind of same shape to it? It kind of has the same shape as a mag draft a little bit. Um, tail movement on it is way crazy. I mean, the tail movement on the six inch whale is, I think that's what get, gets a bit, to be honest. Um, the action on it is just something else. It just, the tail, it doesn't just like traditionally, you know, like tap tail, like you see you know, like a Kitek or any other swim baits. This actually, when it's going, it's actually like rolling. It's a, it's almost a weird rollish type, type kick. And these fish just can't stand it. Like, you I don't know what slowly, it is. Like a slow crank. Is that, is that what it you're... just depends? It depends on what these fish are wanting. Like I said, they're, they're always in a different mood. Sometimes they're really chasing bait and you got to like really get it away from them for them to eat it. But yeah, most, most of the time just steady, easy retrieve is getting them so yeah mm. that's interesting does it have does that bait have like is it like an inline like a line through swim bait or what what's the style of it well it's got an open belly like a belly cavity in it so you can throw weedless hooks so in it as open. well you know okay. uh, ewg whatever uh yeah but i, like I just run it on, or whatever yeah but i run it on a one ounce one ounce swim bait head big old nasty hook oh really yeah Dang, so. that's heavy because that thing probably isn't light by itself. No, so. no. And, and the thing is, people are like, that's such a huge hook. Like, you know, fish can't even, you know, well, when the smallmouth's mouths are, you know, giant, when you're going <laughs> for giants, they have no problem eating it. So, well, that's probably like what they're predating on, I would assume, too. Like, coconut, coconut trout right now. Yeah, coconuts are pretty big, even when they're smelt, right? I mean, yeah, five, so. five and six inches is like, you're kind of one to two year old yearlings and then obviously you're going to have the fry, you know, but 
uh, most your mature cochineer eight to eleven inches. So, how was the hatch of cochineer this year? Was it pretty? Uh, we pretty won't know that, and we won't know that until late January when they start okay. going back down. Uh, but obviously, you know, our crazy cochineer population that we had last year diminished by almost like seventy percent because they all went up in the river and spawned. And when cochineer spawn, they die. So. It's just the cycle. Mm-hmm. It's the, it's this is the next cycle, you know, and, and it and it sucks because this is actually the end of the cycle. So uh, we're not going to be seeing as many giant fish as we've seen in the last two years. Next year, we probably won't see as many, and that's just cold hard facts. I mean, it's you know the that's from the biologist himself. Uh, the only reason why we're seeing as as many giants as we are is because they have the food to eat. Once the food disappears the big ones die i mean they had they can't sustain their weight so wow mm-hmm. so like even um so because they die every time they spawn you said a, about 70 percent of the adults spawn every yep. every year or not every, every year this is every, every three years every three the the niche i guess but we hadn't had there for about eight years we haven't we didn't have a solid cocony population um, yeah, the place was still kicking out giants. It'll always kick out giants. Don't get me wrong. You know, there's not, it's not like no matter the pressure, no matter what, they'll never not be giants caught out of lake. If you get what I'm saying, it's just there, there's too many of them running around. But, right. uh, when we got that record hatch, you know, two years ago, those kokanee matured and, you know, a lot of them did get eaten, but most of the ones that didn't get eaten, like I said, went up into the river, spawned and died and, there goes your kokanee, a majority of your kokanee population. Now we just hope that this next year, this big kokanee population went up and laid and spawned and we get an even larger hatch. Now, if we get sure. that, if we get a larger hatch and this winter stays mild, we could really, really see some really big smallmouth the next couple of years. Hmm. Like, yeah, that's that plays my question. Yeah. Go ahead. Sir. No, go ahead. Chris. No, I was just wondering if there was that many kokanee population to begin with, and theoretically the spawn, the next spawn should be bigger. What what is like determines the why why was that one spawn so successful? Like, is it weather conditions? Like, they don't, you know, and that's still the anomaly they're trying to figure out, you know. And we had a crazy crappie hatch in there this year too, like more crappie anybody's ever seen like you'd go to like the shower flats and like you'd throw you could throw something in the water and it'd just like dissipate like millions and millions of crappie like just little fry like i've never seen anything like it so like it's not that they're they don't and they were busting that stuff up dude like i've never seen fish go crazy they were moving up dirt shallow big ones and they were just taking gulps out of these crappie (laughs) so (laughs) that that might that might have been, you know, why they grew so good this summer because they had just so much to eat. I mean, they eat there. It was hard to sometimes it was hard to get bit in the summer because they were always full. They weren't even they weren't even hungry. And that, I think that's what's, right. why it's so hard to get bit right now is because there's so much bait in the lake that I mean, you could put something in front of a fish's face as much as you want. If they're not hungry, they're not going to eat. I mean, <laughs> The kokanee thing is so interesting because, like, like they're not even restocking those, right? That was just like a program that they did in like the early two thousands, and well, no, no. So right when they 
uh, right when they the the lake became um they stocked oh. the place with millions and millions and millions sure, you don't of have cocaine. to i was gonna say you don't have to give away anything else i mean no no I, yeah no okay. you're good no okay. they 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 stocked the place with millions and millions and millions of cocaine i mean they and millions of bass and millions of trout right when this place came to i mean this place was overly stocked like overly stocked and then basically it's just sustained itself throughout the years now it's they don't stock it at all anymore wow. i mean they don't have to it's a self-sustained fishery so i mean that's like the idea i mean that's so rare i think right to stock it is to stock like a, a salmonot or or you know or salmonid or or whatever and and it just turns into a self a self-supporting system that like they don't have to restock and they you know because typically i think the i think that they say that the um like the spawn rate and the stay rate for like stocked fish is super super low mm -hmm. so yeah that's pretty that's crazy i mean you're just in like a a weird eye of the storm situation up there it's bizarre yeah, it's it's, it's kind of cool i mean i'm not yeah yeah but yeah it's i mean so go ahead go ahead no i was gonna i was just wondering when you were talking about the crappie and stuff it got me thinking how many how many smallmouth did you catch on top water out there this year <laughs> a lot a lot of big you oh, speak in my language there but oh my they were uh, eating they were eating depths 250s they were eating all sorts of things they were eating giant glide baits hinkles i mean it didn't matter what you threw at them in the summer this year they were just all over it and i'm talking schools of 20 giants all coming up fighting for the bait so okay all right yeah <laughs> let's book some tickets here bud chris <laughs> hop on expedia <laughs> i want to go up there i want to go up there in like the winter i want to go up there now yeah that's that's what i really i really want to go right now do you are you are you i mean I'm sure it's like tailing off from summer, but number wise, is that like decreased quite a bit from like right now? Are you, you have a numbers days or. I have them both. Like the numbers actually, this just these last two weeks kind of have been going down a little bit, but um, shoot, we're still smashing five and six pounders left and right. I mean, it's, you know, we're, we're just out there going for the big one. I mean, five and six pounders are cool, but. You know, when you start seeing enough of them, they're just, you know, you're shaking them off the boat. I mean, that's no joke because you, once you get them fired up, bringing a five pounder or six pounder in and then throwing her back, that messes up the whole school. Like, dude, you're going to get punched in the face for saying you just shook all the six pounds of the boat. <laughs> like, what the hell, dude? I mean, part we of me do. wants to go up there. Part of me thinks I'll be ruined. I'll just never want to fish again. And that, that, I mean, that's kind of that's kind of what happens like with my partner, you know, Jaden, he's, he's with me a lot. And I just straight up just ruined him. Like he's, yeah. he, it'd be hard know, to get excited about, you know, like a it, tournament you know. time, like tournament time when we get like, to be honest, like tournament time, it ain't nothing to go out and put 25, 30 pounds in the box like that snap of a finger. So, mm -hmm. it, and then the rest of the day is just going for bigs. You know, we go out, put a solid get five five pounders in the boat for you know a good solid limit to where we're like okay now we're comfortable now let's go chase like because you definitely have spots on the lake where you know you have schools of three and fours and you have schools of five and sixes with like a seven mixed in 
and then you have your mega schools and those are what i like uh targeting so have you guys had plenty of rain up there yes you can honey okay shut the door honey Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. They know how to get a yes out of dad. Dude. Yeah, you just yeah. interrupt a mid podcast, dude. You're going to tell him yes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I got sidetracked. What was no, the question good. again? Uh, it just the rain. Have you guys had plenty of rain up there? Because we're like, Man. we're low down yeah, here. Yeah, we've had our spurts. You know, a little bit of rain here and there, but we haven't. I mean, we haven't got hardly any moisture. Yeah, it's pretty wild. It's kind of scary. Like, I mean, for us anyways, like we keep waiting, you know, late fall, typically around here, you get, you know, enough rain to kind of start bumping up. And then, you know, typically like into January, February, March, you know, you're like at high flows, but I mean, right now is, I mean, it's, it's like late summer, early fall flows still. So it's a little worrisome, and they're saying that we're going to have a super dry winter with like the El Nino stuff. So, I don't yeah, know. up here, I don't know up here we don't really have to worry about that. Uh, the river pumping into this lake is, I mean, very very healthy. You know, the That's place true. fills up. Place fills up every year. It's never been yeah. a year that it hasn't filled up, and they just drop it this time of the year for the steelhead and the salmon. Um, just winter pool. I mean, it's just how it's always been. So yeah. when people see like, oh, that place is almost dried up, like no place is still 600 feet deep <laughs> like, do, you, do you guys have a um oh holy shit 600 feet um oh yeah. do you guys have like a ladder so like do do steelhead come in like they get blocked they get blocked at the dam yeah. so they we is your mean, and your dam isn't one of the ones like because it's not actually on the snake right so it's mm-hmm. not so no. i know that there's like a big push to get rid of a lot of those that's the stupidest stupidest thing i've ever heard and that is over here on the west coast that is the biggest sorry but liberal bull snot that is going on right now like you, you take those bullshit incoming let's you no, i mean you, I, look we we hear a very specific narrative on it i mean right i know generally speaking around here we try and a lot of our dams aren't really in use. Like we don't have, right. like they're not being used for hydroelectricity anymore. They're not being used for flood control. Really. They're just sort of there as relics. So our push in general is always to get rid of them. Right. I will say that I've heard people make arguments to keep dams in. And I, I don't really know that they've been super persuasive to me. So I want to hear your take on the, on the dams on the lower snake. Well, you got to realize that this is the largest inland seaport um, and in the country, you know, where I live. This is the largest inland seaport in the country. And then another thing is all four of these dams on the Snake River produce so much electricity for the West Coast. Okay. So much. And these little turbines that they got swinging in the air up there, that's right. the biggest crock of shit that has ever came on the West Coast or anywhere else that they're putting up. Those things don't generate anywhere near amount of powers dam and you know what's free hydroelectricity power it takes water moving water that's free power like doesn't take any i mean obviously it's not free but you get what i'm saying yeah like and for people to say like the dams ruin steelhead salmon runs this and this and that fish have fish climb the ladders just fine i've went and looked at bonneville dam they're they're ripping up them ladders like it it doesn't 
you know, the only thing that I can see as a problem and an issue is when the smolt actually come back down the river and they get washed through the dam because the the Democrat over here on this side of Washington wants to open the dams and just let them flow, you know, and uh, those fish can't handle get pushed through the dam too much, too high nitrogen levels. It kills the salmon smolt, kills the steelhead smolt. There's other ways mm-hmm. that you could go about it than that, you know, but I mean, you can't. I mean, you got people that don't like it and people that like it, you know, then you got the, okay. hold on, Joey, if you can hear me, I think that they, I think they shut you down, yeah, I got dude. You now. I think they, shut, I think <laughs> they heard you, they heard you talking shit and they just shut us down, dude. Can you, uh, can you hear me now? I'm just, yeah, I got you. Yeah. I think, but yeah, I think like, like I said, hindsight's twenty twenty, man. No, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> interested. So I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm interested <laughs> to hear it because, um, so up, up where you guys are, you guys are probably what 500, 600 miles from the ocean, right? On the snake, 300, 300. Okay, so yeah. wow, close, way off. Um, so you guys are 300 miles <laughs> from the from the ocean geography, and. Uh, <laughs> So those fish are actually wild native cutthroats or not wild native steelheads that are running up from the ocean 300 miles to get up to where you're Uh, not so much anymore. Um, there's a lot of hatchery fish that have, you know, like the hatcheries and they, they kick out a lot of fish. They, they do their part, you know, and the native Americans up here, they, they have their own hatchery too and they take care of the salmon population they do a pretty good job at it um there are native fish in the river obviously there are still native steelhead but they're they're slowly diminishing but there's a lot more to it than just that i mean there's you you know you gotta you gotta look farther west at the you know where the peninsula and all that comes in you know you got seals you got people that are um net gill netting you got I mean, overfishing, you got the coastal people, you know, China in our waters, taking all our steelhead and salmon, China, you know, China, you got to think there are so many, there are so many, so many variables to this. And people like to point their fingers at, at the dam, you know, Mm, but that's not the problem. Um, I I I I want to get it out. No, no, I, I mean, I, I genuinely am curious because I, I really don't have, I, I always kind of look at it this way, like, um, and I was the same way with like Bristol Bay and, you know, places like, I just don't know because like, I don't know those areas, like I'm not from there. It just seems weird for me to have like a super strong opinion about those things when I don't know that area. I don't know the economic concerns of the people that live there. I don't know the, and- I don't know anything about it so i just feel it's interesting to hear the perspective of somebody who has an intimate relationship with those fisheries in that place to have that has an opinion that's slightly outside of the the mainstream and i'll tell you one thing all the all these people that want the dams out are from portland seattle area stuff like Uh that you guys realize that if the dams weren't here you guys would be underwater Okay, because they play an important flood role control. in flood control. Okay, you take the dams out, that cripples the farming economy around here, because every single one of their crops get boasted to the coast 
by barge. So mm. you can't you can't barge you can't put a barge down the river without dams. Okay. Yeah, when there's no channel, no deep, no channel, deep no nothing. Channel. So there's a lot more. It would cripple the farmers. It would cripple our economy. It would cripple right. everything. And that's well, that's what they want to do. You know. So. I mean, yeah, I mean, out? and I think just because you did kind of break up, I wanted I wanted to hear like um, so you said that the problem really like when the when the fish are coming in from the ocean or you know, I'm assuming they still go to the ocean if they're um, pen raised fish or, you know, farm fish or whatever, or um, stocked fish that they go, they run out to the ocean. They, they live for a while. Then they run back up the rivers to spawn. They can get right back up the river to spawn just fine. But when the, when the smelt are coming back down the river to get back to the ocean, that's, that's where the dam causes problems. Yeah. A little bit, you know, flushing I mean, through, if- there's a lot of mortality. Going yes. The yep. Yep. So, okay. but mm-hmm. I mean, if you got billions and billions and billions of smolt, you know, say you had two billion smolt go down and one billion died, you still got a billion in the ocean. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah, there has to be like a mid, a middle solution, right? To like, like I mean, obviously, fish ladder. Yeah, right. I mean, but there has to be like a. A, a solution like that that's you know that's that would make kind of everyone happy i i would assume that there, no one will ever you know, be happy well that's probably true i guess <laughs> i mean in general that goes back to what we were talking about earlier right yeah but it's just a function so. of society today but um yeah i don't know that's interesting yeah go ahead josh no that's all right i was listening to this highbrow comment or commentary i feel i feel like uh I, I think our audience was uh, either put to sleep or they're like very informed on something that, you know, it's coming from an inside source. Well, I, I, think, I didn't, I didn't really have any idea what was going on out there. I mean, it's like, like a, a big, huge, it's a money, it's a money, it's a money. It's never, and I'll tell you one thing, it's never going to happen. I'll well, tell the you that trout, right now. Like the Trout Unlimited guys are like pushing for it hard and i and i really am super uninformed on it so like i it'll never it'll never happen so they can push as much as they want the state and everything they will not let it happen you can't it'll cripple an economy so yeah which isn't good either i mean that's no you know that's horrible i mean people would be out of their livelihoods and you know i I mean i guess that's just a perspective that people don't really hear a lot because if you googled it or you like listen to the news or you pay, you know, you pay attention to like the angler pages or whatever, or you get your news from trout unlimited, you get their newsletters or whatever. I mean, you would like that. It's a, there's a hard lobby against those lower snake. Yeah. And you know, it's funny is I'll just tell you, this is the first time I've even thought about it, brought it up or anything in a long time because it ain't going to (laughs) happen. Yeah. Like, well, it's just, it's good. It's good good insight from somebody yeah. who's i mean you're local you fish in those you know you fish that stuff you i'm sure you you're tapped into the local news and understand it a lot better than than some from indiana who doesn't know anything about that area so yeah josh what what did you want to you wanted to change topics what'd you have i talk about smallmouth. <laughs> <laughs> we are we are talking we are kind of got off track a little bit but no, no we're talking I, about smallmouth it's a smallmouth it's a smallmouth river that i mean 
The snake it's is like giants. a prolific smallmouth river. And well, I wanted to, one. I wanted to give somebody a shout out. Somebody's watching our uh, live stream. Michael Loper said, "Joey, if you ever see a couple kayakers on the water, come say hi. It's probably me or my cousin. So, if you see any kayakers out there, uh, see a few every once I, in a while. Yeah, I I can't believe it. is that really six hundred feet deep? Is that really yeah, that? right now? Right now, it's about seven hundred feet deep when it's full pool." my god so what's like what what like average depth are you catching eight, i mean you're not catching smallmouth in 600 feet of water are they like are, are you are you catching them like um in i mean i assume obviously chris <laughs> they can be suspended in that area but my point is like are you copper wire copper like lines and deep trollers yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, out, I don't know. out their eyes or bouncing like, <laughs> oh my gosh Go um no i guess no, I, I, target, I, I, would... I go yeah. ahead no i i just want to hear about this fish catch we've been i've been that's the whole reason i had you on here i want to hear how uh, you call yeah, this nine pounder so let, let, I, let's let's hear it. So let's tell tell the story of All this right. fish. So the day, December thirteenth, if you guys remember, what the weird thing about this is, I caught it, caught my nine last year on the same exact day this year, as I did my wow. nine this year. This is December thirteenth. I don't know if it was a coincidence. That's kind of rare. That's weird. But lucky thirteen. I ran. Yeah, I ran up. You know, I was mid lake. Uh, I caught. I caught three sevens that day. Uh, still, you know, it's a pretty good day. I got on a pretty group of fish, pretty good group of fish, caught three sevens and then caught a handful of fives and sixes and, uh, my phone died and I was just like, well, shoot, you know, like whatever. Then I was fishing and then my GoPro started smoking and I was just like, what the heck? Well, my charger was plugged into my boat. I had it in cigarette lighter and well, that cigarette lighter, something must put out too much amperage, fried my battery in my GoPro. So I was like, and it's getting close to the end of the day. And I'm like, screw it. I'm going to put the camera away, get everything situated. And I'm going to run back. Just call it a day. It was a good day fishing. Wasn't what I expected. So I started running back and it was, it was getting pretty dark. And, uh, I'm, you know, full speed, just walk, trying to get back at the ramp. And something came over me. I knew where these big fish were sitting and I've hit them. caught quite a bit of eight pounders out of the spot but I I've been hitting it recently and they weren't, it just wasn't producing. And, uh, I just kept running. And for some reason, I just, right when I looked to the right, it was not a hesitation. I just let up on the gas and I just turned towards it. Not even thinking like, and I was like, Oh, I guess I'll just hit it one more spot. You know, one more spot. Maybe I'll get lucky. And I pulled up position myself. Uh, the wind was blowing perfect. Just blowing towards me. I pulled up on it, dropped my trolling motor grabbed the six inch whale and just fired it up there. I didn't even look at live scope. Everybody's been like, Oh, you targeted it with live scope. I died. I just casted the swim bait up there as far as I could. <laughs> and I, and, and I, I let it sink down to the bottom. I I'll just say it was shallow water, shallower water, but I cast away over the point and I started to look with my live scope. I was going to start looking. And I just started, I just started cranking. Couldn't find my bait yet. Cause I think I casted over the hundred feet that I, that I had my screen on. And then I just started reeling about five cranks in. I kind of like looked to the left and she just absolutely freight trained it. I mean, she took it so hard. She must've been swimming at it full speed, took it and just 
went the opposite direction because about ripped the pole out of my hands. I wasn't expecting it. And I just, I mean, I kind of like hesitated, but I, then I leaned into her and I just hit her. I mean, I hit her like a ton of bricks when I hit her, it just didn't move. It was just solid. And I was like, Oh yeah, that's a big one. And she just took off. I mean, she just started going and then all of a sudden she's kind of stopped fighting. I was like, what the heck? And I started reeling the slack in. Here she comes up. She came up about as high, fast and high as she could. She, I swear to God, she tail slapped with her mouth open on top of the water. She was tail slapping. I swear to God for 20 feet, just <laughs> going, just trying to kick <laughs> it. And I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, that's a giant. <laughs> and she, once she hit the water, I mean, I just grabbed my pole and she tried to go for deep water and it was just like <laughs> pull and drag 20 pound test, just pulling. And then she just kind of like gave up after that, after she did all that. And I reeled it and I didn't really know how big she was. I knew she was a giant, but it was getting dark. So I couldn't really tell. I couldn't see her in the water very good. And I just reached down and I just lift her. Like I just grabbed her with my hands. I didn't get the net or nothing. Just lift her with my hands real quick. And as I was pulling her out, she just kept, she just kept coming and coming and coming out of the water. I'm like, Oh my God. I was like, this is a giant. And when you look at fish like that, the first thing you notice is length. Like, I was just like, this is the longest fish I've ever caught in my life. So in my mind, I'm thinking this has to be a 10-pounder. This has to be it. Like, it's so, it's so huge. Like, And then I turned her sideways, and she was just, she still is just too skinny. And I was just like, gosh, she just doesn't have the, the girth on her just quite yet. And so at this point, I have no footage. I didn't even, wasn't even running the camera. And then... I was like, well, what do I do? I threw in the live well. I had my whole boat ripped apart, dude. I had everything <laughs> out of it. Deck, dude, there was shit everywhere. And uh, I finally looked at my cooler, and I had my little GoPro charging box. There was three batteries in it. I put one in. Didn't turn on. I put two in. Didn't turn <laughs> on. And I was like, no. And I put the last battery in it. It had 70% battery left. I was like, okay. So I charged it, and then that's where I, everything came came to where i showed the fish and waited on land and right after that i just put her back and went on my way so mm. clipped her gills and you threw her right her. back in that's <laughs> right <laughs> filleted her right up there so. yeah i mean obviously it's gonna feed your family for a couple days nine yeah, thousand miles a week maybe <laughs> dude oh that's incredible God. what a fish yes. man i mean i would like to say fish of a lifetime but it might not even be the biggest fish you catch this month. So I don't know. Still a Congratulations, fish of a lifetime, man. It's a, <laughs> yeah. It's still a hard, hard feat to do, man. I've been looking for, you know, yeah. I mean, you TV. can sit there and say you're looking for a 10. You know, I can sit there and looking for a 10, but I mean, you gotta, it's baby steps, man. I, I got yeah. my eights, you know, now I was going for that nine. Okay. Check. Now we're going for that 10. Like that's for sure. I mean, that's a, I mean, how many thousands of smallmouth, you know, and that's the biggest, a lot. That's the biggest one, you know, that's it for now. Do you keep track of how many like numbers you catch throughout the season? No, I'd have to have a few clickers yeah. for that, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, that's a lot of, I mean, that's a lot of work, dude. That's a lot of just figuring it out, trying yes. different techniques, doing different things, different places. I mean. Yeah, it's what it comes down to. It just, you know, it's just, and it comes down to, I kind of got my little gravy run that I do, you know, like what fish are eating in the morning. Like I got two points, like good, you know, say you're running up the lake, you got two good points in the area. 
well, you hit one in the morning. Well, they're not biting in their morning. Well, maybe the other point was hit in the morning, you know, and then you come back and then you hit this one in the afternoon. Well, that's not working. So I kind of got it figured out to where my gravy run, I know what fish are going to eat in the morning on the way up. And then I know what fish are going to eat on the morning or in the evening on the way back. So I kind of got it down in like angles, how I like to set up on points and stuff like that. That's kind of really what I have dialed down is where these fish are eating from like what direction and mainly they're not even eating like where's their territorial spots that they're sitting that they don't like something in their area that's kind of what what really triggers those big bites is putting a bait into their comfort zone where it gets them all antsy and they don't like it so they just have to hit it so hmm. so or were hmm. these fish do you think that they're feeding on that point is that what they're is that what they're kind of doing or are they just sort of wintering like hunkering down or what are they moving around quite a bit? What are they, what are they doing? They're schooled up pretty hard right now. I mean, if you find schools they are tucked real hard on the bottom, but um, if you find the schools of the big ones, like you can get right in a hurry. Hmm. Crazy dude. What a, what a, yeah. What an interesting place. (laughs) Crazy. Yes. It's a pretty cool place. 20, 21 eight pounders have hit the deck this year and one nine pounder. So that's gotta be, I mean, there, there can't be, there can't be anybody that's caught that many heavy fish in a year. You know, I, I can't. Well, no. Yeah. I yeah, don't, I don't think so. Don't... Not, not eight pounders. I mean, maybe not. I, there's probably Seven, a lot of eight pounders one that thing. come yeah, it's yeah. there's a huge difference in class though. I feel like I mean I don't know. I've never even seen anything close to it. So well, it I, I have no idea, is. but but I mean there can't there can't be I can't imagine that there have been very many people who have caught that many eight pounders in a year. This can't be I don't no, I don't think so. I mean, maybe sevens, you know. Sevens are pretty easy to come by up here, anyways. Sevens are like your five pounders up here. So five pounders are pretty hard to come by up here, bud. <laughs> you don't, you're never fishing Indiana, obviously. I mean, I, look, there's a, there's a guy that's a very good fishing guide here in Indiana, Chad Miller, who's very good fishing guy. He's been doing it for a long time. Just posted a, a picture of a fish and was like, got a five pounder. Finally, like it took a long time. I mean, I've caught, I, I think maybe two, five, two or three, five pounders in Indiana. <laughs> Maybe. They're out there. Yeah. Yeah, they're there, but I mean, you know, they're they're smart. <laughs> they're <laughs> five pounders here tough to come by. Yeah. I mean, yeah. to hear you say that seven pounders are like our five pounders. <laughs> maybe they're like our <laughs> maybe that's just shitty of you. <laughs> no, I mean, sorry, maybe, like, maybe like they're like our three maybe. pounders. Like, yeah, there you go. Four, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you just kicked the shit out of us, dude. <laughs> sorry, dog. I didn't mean you popped that. our balloon. You popped our balloon right in front of us. Oh, uh, we're not we 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 know what we we know what we're working with here, so it's not yeah it's it's, it's all where you're at man like if everybody had fishers well, like maybe this around the country i mean there'd be more we, we'd see well, more, yeah you know but but i mean it's not just that right i mean if there are tournaments where you're putting up 33 and other people are putting up 15 there's more to it than just being at the right place there is there is yeah it takes so i mean you've put in thousands and thousands of hours to get to the point where you're able to 
to do what you do. So it's impressive, man. Keep it up. Uh, rooting for you for sure on the guide stuff, on the uh, tournament stuff. Happy to see that your social media stuff is doing well. Happy to see that you're catching nine pounds smallmouth. And uh, I hope next time we have you on the podcast, it's because you caught a 10 pounder. Hey, or just to shoot the shit, you know? <laughs> Absolutely. No, I think I do think Josh and I want to come up and do some fishing with you because I mean, it's just, cool. you know, I, I, which is the blessing and the curse of your place. It's just hard worth to, the trip. Hard to get there, though. I mean, if you, if, you're gonna, if we're going to come up there, it's going to have to be like four or five days, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. So. Yeah. I feel like, well, you guys, I feel you guys, like we, you go guys ahead. go ahead and come on up and we'll get you guys your PBs. So. That shouldn't that be, won't hard. be too hard. <laughs> be pretty, pretty I, tough. I have, <laughs> yeah, I have I have one river smallmouth that was I didn't have a scale, but it was a six. But I'm sure that that's not too hard, uh, too hard to be there. So now nah, we can um, do that from the dock. <laughs> God, dude. Throwing, uh, throwing shade at you. Sorry, dog. How many? How many? Uh, how many? How many uh, hundred fish days did you have this year? A lot. Curious. a lot yeah, yeah i had a me and jade me and jaden had a day we caught 17 seven pounders and two eight pounders in the same day <laughs> Dude, that's just comical that's that's just went out uh, and just wrecked them so yeah this when i hear you talk about this this is like the epitome of like when people say there are levels to this <laughs> like yeah. it's like we've had chris and i've had some just ridiculous days but just yeah, yeah. There's, there's levels to this game so <laughs> that's sure, towards the very top so well um while we got you joe do you want to um give a give us some give us some shout outs give us some uh where the where the people can find you to book a trip um if you need if you have an uh, obligation to talk about your sponsors feel free to do that uh, yeah you know any- uh, just just signed with six cents again a new contract with them for uh three more years with them um signed with p-line i'm with p-line now powerhouse lithium um nice yeah so things are starting to look up and hopefully fingers crossed there might be a boat in the near future so well there should be i mean my god like i said i can't imagine there's anybody else that has caught 28 pounders in a year that's just a wild i can't even wrap my mind around that so keep it up oh how can people uh find you on social media and how can they book a guided trip with you uh let's hold off on the guided trip for now i'll make Perfect. a post for that uh later because we'll, like i said we'll have to go through my outfitter and everything oh and yeah there's a lot of shit on his plate right now so yeah. um but yeah go check out the social media uh joey walton fishing on instagram and that's it follow along check out tiktok everything's all the same so you do any dances like boat dances or anything like that on tiktok where you're maybe dancing. i'll start i'll start yeah. yeah, that's I'm how you get followers, that. dude. Yeah, yeah, that's how you oh, get followers some, nowadays. Hey, yeah, all I gotta say is dances. wear something tight, do a little, you know, do a little dance. How about just wear nothing at all? Just have that oh. pink oh. strapped in a gun, yeah, you know, dude. right there. Send that to me next time, you know. I got, I'll, I'll send uh, it. I'll I'll send know you got, I'll be dancing to that video. <laughs> yeah, let me hold on, let me grab it. Yeah, all right, good deal. Thanks, guys. Appreciate uh. Appreciate you, Josh. Anything to talk about before we get off here? 
Yeah, I'm going to let Joey go, and then I want to talk to you for a sec before we head out because we got some plans. So, Joey, thanks, thanks for coming on, brother. We'll, uh, like I said, get that 10-pounder here in the next couple weeks, dude. We'll uh, we'll have you on. So. Dude, congrats. All right, man. Keep it up, bud. Thanks, guys. Later. Yep. All right. That was Joey Walton. Uh, dude, I, I didn't want to say it to inflate his ego – um to the maximum level but like he's got he's probably from a just straight up like you know trophy smallmouth he's like gotta be like the number one guy in the world right now like that's that's wild dude that's mm-hmm. some of those numbers um it's kind so, of uh, you know it's kind of messed up that he doesn't believe in catch and release <laughs> yeah, I know. piece of shit just start um, nasty we'll start a little nasty rumors about him <laughs> um so you and i we're going we're going on wednesday is this is this in stone are we in stone on wednesday yep we're stoned yes we're stoned <laughs> um so this is the start of our trophy season uh and uh, we <laughs> God, what a what a <laughs> yeah! I'm really excited about it now. <laughs> I still get excited. I mean, you know, there's like that's like I feel like you know finding him and that fishery. It's like you know, it's also a different type of fishing. I will say what is cool is like that's why I asked him that top water question. Like he definitely isn't like drop shotting all the time, which is that's pretty cool. Um, it definitely makes me want to go out there. Um, well, I mean, he said he's yeah, this... fishing right now, so I don't think it's pretty now. wild. Yeah. yeah. So um, we're going out Wednesday. Uh, like I said, this is our trophy trophy time of the year. Um, you got to try yeah. out your new talon, dude. You're gonna try out your new. Yeah, I got a boat. shallow water anchor uh, on the boat. Uh, got all my holes welded up. Got them holes closed. Got your um, holes plugged. We'll probably go out there and open up a couple more because, dude, it's like, golly, we can't get any water. I know. Dude, that's that's part of the reason why we haven't gone is we've both been kind of, you know, we'll know. check in with one another like, hey, you know, no, no increase in flows. Like, we've been waiting for like a little bit of a bump so that we can get out and it's just, it's just not happening. So... Yeah, maybe it'll come, you know, January, February, March, you know, who knows. But we're going out on Wednesday. I mean, we're going out on Wednesday. I will say, I will say this, um, you know, it's kind of offline, but my brother is getting ready to have a baby. So um, provided that doesn't happen on like Tuesday or Wednesday, I'm game to go. But she's due like any day now. So, yeah, man, it's... uh, yeah, it's all good. Everything, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been itching pretty hard, so I got to get out. You need to point. get, yeah, I, I feel like after that ass whooping I put on you the last time, dude, you need to go redeem yourself a little bit. So <laughs> it's your yeah. turn, bud. Yeah. You got to go get. I've been sharpening, I've, my, I've, three... I've been sharpening my hooks in a darkened room, just like with blindfolds <laughs> on, just sharpening hooks, just preparing for the I next bought... time we go out. I have a ton of new winter stuff I bought. I got some of those new gobies from uh, Z-Man. I'm excited to try out some swim baits. Um, so we'll kind of see what it do on Wednesday. But um, this is more, even though the 
flows are low, the, the temperature of the water is more what it should be for winter fishing. Last time we were out, it was, it was definitely not really there. So, yeah. So yeah, looking forward to it, man. Well, uh, it was, uh, awesome, awesome podcast with Joey and, uh, I'll post this up on our normal feed. Well, Joey's almost certainly going to be canceled for his comments on the snake river dams. So next time we talk to him, (laughs) he'll probably be joining us from like a, a trailer, um, you know, maybe a semi truck cab <laughs> where he's had to go back to working his day job and, you know, it's just talking just full of regret about the things that he said on our podcast about the dams. So good yeah, luck. to you. I didn't, I didn't even know that was a thing. So, Oh, it's a huge deal. Look it up. So, all right. Thanks everybody. Appreciate you listening. Thanks Josh for setting this up. Uh, oh, anything going on with Achigan that we should be um uh, yeah nothing nothing Dude. crazy nothing check crazy out the, uh, yeah check out the ugly sweater thing that they did it was yeah we're we only have like three or four of those left so we're, i don't doubt it because that was very cool and i still want yep. them so you did um but uh but yeah man uh we'll uh we'll sort of uh catch you guys we'll probably do on the water episode so we'll we'll uh do some recording then but uh hopefully uh we catch a couple big ones so Sounds good. Thanks, buddy. All right. Freedom fighter, baby. See ya.